Welcome to another edition of 99 Questions. I am your host, Bob Buell. This is, of course, an oddly numbered interview show where we ask all sorts of interesting people, interesting questions, and joined with me today, oh my gosh, you might know her from Reno 911, you might know her from Succession, actress, comedian, it's Mary Birdsong. Mary, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing fantastic. Even better now. Right? <laughs> it's a lovely Sunday. Uh, good weather out here. Well, where I am. Uh, enjoying yeah, the day. Again? Remind me, where are you? I am out in beautiful New Jersey. Oh, we didn't even, I don't know if we covered this. I'm a Jersey girl. Oh, it's, it might come up. It might come up. Uh, LBI, oh, yeah. right? It, right yeah long beach island yeah oh listen the amount of times i've had down the shore ah oh, my heart yep. Yep. <laughs> my heart is coated in salt air down there it's a beautiful thing yes but i'm sure we'll have some jersey related questions here the taylor ham pork roll debate who knows uh this day just got a hundred <laughs> times better that somebody just referenced pork roll <laughs> the combination of PTSD and like sheer joy, nostalgia. Um, <laughs> Put that on a on a Kaiser roll with a little right? cheese on there. Oh, <laughs> you're set. Uh, but before we dive into the questions, we got a couple quick ground rules, terms, and conditions just to get out of the way right up front. Like ground rule number one: take as much time or as little time as you need to answer the question. If a short story about your life. Helps us get a better answer. I want to hear that story. Or if it's a yes or no, give us a yes or no. Uh, round rule number two. This is not a Wolf Blitzer interview by any means. Uh, so if you want to skip over a question or pass or don't want to answer it, totally fine. No judgment. No worries. And grand rule number three. Despite the name of the show being 99 questions, uh, I might throw in a follow-up. I might uh, ask you one off the cuff. Uh, some of these, by the English language, are not questions. They're just words I put a question mark at the end of. We're just not going to worry about that all too much. So the first of those non-counting questions, Mary, are you ready? I am. Beautiful. All right. Actual question number one. What's the perfect breakfast? Scrambled eggs. Mm hmm Well done bacon. Mm-hmm. Toast with butter. Salt and pepper, cup of hot tea, oh. glass of water. No tricky curves there. It's very classic, but can't beat it. I find no fault. I find zero fault here. The only follow-up question I have, what kind of toast? You know, in a perfect world, I would have to say just good American white toast. What other kind is there? Are you a communist? Gonna say wheat. <laughs> and this is my follow-up to that. I actually mm -hmm. do like bread, but do I ever have scrambled eggs with well-done bacon and toast? No. I have 
stupid candy bar for breakfast. I have a protein bar, a chocolate mint zone bar pretty much mm. every day of my life. That changed. That changes today. It, uh, everything's turning around right now. This yeah. is the fulcrum. Question two. Who's the coolest dude? Oh, wow. You know what? Just because I'm going to say Robert Oppenheimer. Oh, interesting. I do. I, I'm going to go on record and say even before the movie came out, I was like, he's hot. <laughs> Styling with that hat and that creepy stare and ice blue eyes. He's a perfect looker. suit. Perfect yeah. suit every time. Sure. Well fitting. Tight fitting. Just like. Question three. Steak, chicken, or fish? Steak. No hesitation there. And I have several friends who will give me crap about that later. <laughs> That's really why that question's there. Just to create a little, uh, spice up a couple arguments later on in the week. Yeah, you know? right. Uh, question four. Best gift you've ever gotten. Ooh. Wow, that's a tough one. Mm -hmm. One is a, I'm going to do two. One is my sister Anne gives me a series of just creepy, weird dolls that she finds. Perfect. Pretty much for any occasion. Like it's like a, a flamenco dancer that has only one leg. It's, you know, a Mexican doll that's homemade that like one eye, like the thread is coming out and it looks like she's bleeding from the eyes. Stuff like that. Um, but the sort of the most used and um, useful gift I've ever gotten is from my friend Caddy Biscone, who gave me a travel teapot. Ooh. Metal and round. It's indestructible. I can take it with me because we live in a coffee culture and I like tea in the morning. And the only problem is if I'm traveling by air, it looks like a little bomb. Like it looks like a cartoon bomb. Like that the Roadrunner or Wiley Coyote would have. So I have to put yeah. a thing. This is an actual teapot. But there, that's my answer. A post-it note that says this is not a bomb. Right. That's probably a bad idea, right? That's <laughs> TSA agent going, all right, this time I'll let you on. Protest too much. <laughs> uh, question number five. Best gift you've ever given. Oh. A piano. Oh. It, it was kind of a flop in the end because it was, it was basically unusable, but I did buy somebody a, an old vintage piano and had it delivered. I had a, some extra cash at the time. Yeah. Days when you had expendable income. Trying to remember those days. Uh, <laughs> it's a very short week. Like yeah. really large. Like, I'm going to get the full, like, 12-pack of toilet paper. I'm talking, like, money bags. You know what? Put the avocado on the on the yeah. burrito. I don't care what you charge me. I'm going to put the avocado on the BLT. <laughs> but a blat. Can't beat a good blat. Right? Question six. What did you want to do for a living when you were a kid? I wanted to be a ballerina. Ooh, interesting. Again, a cliche, but you know, what are you gonna do? Hey, it's 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 fantastic. 
Got a grand plié and all that jazz. It's wonderful. Question seven. What's the largest animal you can beat in a fight? Huh. I'm going to say bunny rabbit. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> not a huge ceiling on that one. This is just a guess, too. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to put money on that. Okay. All right. We're trying to, you know, sell this arena on pay-per-view. It's going to be a whole thing, but <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, question eight. Who's someone you look up to? This, oh, you know what? Adam Kinzinger. He's, I believe, senator in Illinois. Okay. What's her face? This is going to get me in a lot of trouble because I'm a diehard liberal. Mm -hmm. Face, the blonde, Republican chick, Cheney, Liz Cheney. So Liz yes. Cheney, I'm Kinzinger. I, I am going to say that I look up to them because they were one of the few on the on the other side, on the side of the darkness that had the the balls to stand up and say, it's probably wrong what happened. So I I think we need more of that. So I'm going to say I admire. I love that. Yeah. Question nine. First album you bought with your own money. Oh, wow. I don't know if a 45 record counts oh. as an album. And I'm sure many of your listeners won't know what I'm talking about when I say a 45. <laughs> but firstly, there were these things called records that were round. Um and like the size of a chip, like a bowl, a big bowl for potato chips, like that size. And then there was a smaller <laughs> version that was called a 45 that only had one song on each side. And um, it, it was 45 rotations per minute. Yeah. That's why it was called a 45. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, we had the Island Record Shop on Long Beach Island. That was the only place you could get music. I really <laughs> need to be super clear about this. <laughs> I know this sounds like science fiction. Or like a pioneer epic where we were going by wagon train across the plains. But if you wanted to listen to a song, you either had to play it yourself on an instrument, <laughs> find a friend who had a band and say, play me some music. Or you had to go to the island record shop and buy it. Um, I mean, unless you had a radio, which I forgot about that part. But um, long way to stay. I'm pretty sure it was Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield. Excellent choice. I'm talking like I went in there before it came out and was like, do you have it in yet? Jesse's Girl? No? Okay, I'll, see, I'll, I'll come by tomorrow. Like, I, <laughs> I guess I'll by. live in a musicless world until tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I Great. love that. Excellent. Excellent choice. Uh, question 10. What's your go-to karaoke song? Ooh. Um, I would say Son of a Preacher Man. Hmm. Dusty Springfield. That's not an easy one to hit, uh, hit every note there. That's, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> though, it's a crowd pleaser. It is. It is. Question 11. Last song you listen to. Oh, it was this like really sort of beautiful, creepy, classical, like almost like a madrigal. This is so embarrassing, but it was like, like it almost sounds like something in a horror movie. Okay. That's the last song I listened to. 
was it during a horror movie that carefully like as the as the time for this podcast approached i should have listen it's not sponsored by spotify it's okay we can, okay. We can pass it <laughs> question question 12 what's a band or musical artist you want to hear more from Ooh, this is obscure but there was a band back in the day named lone justice i saw them open up for you too in a big stadium Ooh. then one of the, the lead singer of that band was maria mckee hmm. and she had a solo career and had a, a couple of just incredible albums and i don't know if she's put anything out recently so i will i will say that maria mckee maria mckee check out her song scar lover I, yeah. i'm intrigued i gotta wow. check this out uh question mm -hmm. 13 a song that brings the most emotion out of you there's a song in the color purple soundtrack called uh maybe god's trying to tell you something and it's just a big old like gut bucket gospel number yeah love it that's got some power behind it yeah yeah it's like it's good to listen to if you're like i don't run that much anymore i mostly walk but if you're a runner it's good to put that make sure that's on your like playlist because no matter how tired you are at the end like when that comes on you're like i can do it i can't be god is trying to tell me something it's half a mile that's gonna get you through the home stretch every time right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 14 what's your favorite music video oh man this these are hard um i'm gonna say Blinded Me with Science by Thomas Dolby. Ooh. It was pretty elaborate. It was like one of those where they were like, let's just make the movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing abstract about it. There was just a literal representation of everything that happens in the song. Like, <laughs> those are always my favorite, though. Like, yeah. listen, it, it's great to have the more out there and more thematic right. ones. Abstract but... is great, but. Why not have come in in a lab coat and literally blind me with science? <laughs> Why gild the lily? That's good enough. Uh, 15. You got a million dollars, but you have to donate it all to charity. What charity is it going to? A million dollars? Damn it. Fuck the children. I'm giving it to Ukraine. Yeah. I love that. I mean, there are children in Ukraine, so. Yeah, it, it's and gonna help them. Yeah, that's the one of I'm. I'm basically a mud of a whole bunch of things, but <laughs> I'm I'm fifty percent Ukrainian, so. Uh, oh my gosh, uh, mad mad props! They probably don't say that anymore, but I certainly don't say it in Ukraine. But I have <laughs> to say, when that fucking sailor or whoever it was in the Ukrainian army who basically said russian warship go fuck yourself do you remember greatest, that the greatest because quote ever nobody has been more badass on no. a global scale than that <laughs> like i i want to meet that guy and i'm praying that he's still alive but i really do i one of my best friends is is ukrainian and uh i the more i learn about what's gone down there the more i'm just like oh so yeah, yeah. beautiful country I, yeah. i'd love to visit it one day uh 16 favorite holiday hmm 
you know what? I, I, Christmas, sorry. Just That's really, I, I mean, I, I hate all the like angst that comes with it, but I love the, all the tr- like little trappings and the. It's for sure has the most accoutrement yes, around right. it. Yeah, exactly. It got cookies just for it. You got songs just for it. You got everything. everything. The rest of them are just kind of catching up. You know what I mean? They're like, we need more accoutrement. <laughs> Thanksgiving is like a mile behind it going, hold on. We're, we're, I'm chasing. We're getting, we're getting there. Uh, 17. What's your go-to drink when you walk into a coffee shop? A coffee shop? Um, I would say a latte. Mm. Just a good old latte. Hot, not cold. Oh, I and like with lots it. of milk. Lots of milk. You gotta. Mm-hmm. And sweeten because I'm oh. still stuck in the 80s. <laughs> if I only see yellow and blue packets, I get seriously bummed out and anxious. Like it's really sad. I don't see they, pink packets. They got a monopoly on pink packets. They you know, strong branding for yeah. X amount of years. I don't know how long. Right? I mean, it's a great band name too, the pink packets. <laughs> trademark pending trademark pending right, right, gonna... right. yes i do keep some in my bag in my purse yes, yes. because i'm 85 okay <laughs> uh question 18 this is a biggie this is a biggie here spell the word gray well there are two different spellings if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. but how would how would you spell it? What does your what does your heart tell you? What does your innate heart is G R E Y? As in Earl Gray, the T. Oh, yeah. But I believe there is a G R A Y. So now nothing makes sense. In this topsy turvy world, there's two grays. What was the answer? Oh, it's it's a it's a fiercely debated question uh hey. yeah so I, I think from a i was gonna say legally it's not a legal thing from a, a word definition uh ey is the preferred european spelling and ay uh-huh. is the preferred american spelling sense but it it varies and favorite my favorite answer i always get on this one is like ey is like a mood like if it's like a foggy night yes. That's like in air. It's that like, yeah. (laughs) But like, if it's a crayon, it's that's G R A Y. I mean, that's just, you know, I'm the person who still likes to spell pajamas with a Y. So (laughs) and I do it just to be obnoxious. (laughs) We could throw an extra Y in gray. Why not? Yeah. Uh, We'll find a spot for it somewhere. Uh, 19. What's your prized possession? My sketchbook slash journal. Oh, interesting. Mm. Now, do you have one sketchbook that you've just maybe had for a while or? They tend to, no, I have like stacks and stacks of them. Like I write in my, um, I'm going to push my glasses up, give you the visual. I um, I read it every morning while I have my tea, (laughs) Um, but I do. It's like a little bit of an OCD morning ritual, but. yeah. I love that. That must be so cool to go back in years ago and just being able to like just see where you were at, you know? Yeah, pretty enlightening. 
That's wow, funny. exactly the same place. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing has changed. No, that's not true. But yeah, it's fun. That's great. Uh, question 20. Are you competitive? Yes. <laughs> Again, with no hesitation. Are you competitive? Yes. <laughs> uh, 21. Do you consider golf a sport? No. I mean, I know it is. And I can't do it. So maybe, it, you know, I'm not good at it. But that's no, no. Are you sweating? If you're mm. sweating, then maybe. But if you're not, no. Probably not. Yeah. Let's see. You got to hit a ball once and then you drive like 15 minutes or something. I don't know how it works. No. It's like a skill. You know what I mean? Yes. I mean, is darts a sport? I guess it probably is. I don't know. Let's see. These, these are the hotly debated topics we bring on I think the show. You should get dirty and mm -hmm. sweat and possibly injure or break something on your body. Okay. If none of those boxes are ticked, then you're out of luck. You're not playing a sport. I'm, I'm going to submit this to the judges. We're going to see what we can get done here. 22. Have you ever played any sports? Yes, badly. Um, basketball, because five foot two. Ridiculous. Yeah. I have no idea what happens in soccer. I tried. And I, I was just very, very confused. Gotcha. I think that's it. I do enjoy baseball, and I was on a softball team. Mm -hmm. I kind of enjoyed softball, yeah. Nice. I, yeah, I just don't know how soccer players don't twist their ankle like 15 times a day. I feel like right? I'd just I'd yeah. be limping every every day. If I play soccer, I don't get it. Um, 23, favorite sport to watch? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, the girly in me is like figure skating. Um, but I actually really enjoy watching football. Hmm. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, 24, theme parks? Do I approve of them? The the question I believe is theme park <laughs> question mark. So however you want to interpret that, just general I thoughts. Theme, I enjoy a good theme park because okay. yeah, so escapist. Like I love that. Like just pretend the world doesn't exist for a few hours. I'm all for that. I think that's yeah. very necessary. I like that thinking. In fact, they should have like a theme park that's like an imaginary world from. 1992. <laughs> <laughs> that would when be fun. Entirely fucked up. And just looks like normal life. But it's still like in general bad people are bad and good people are good. And there are facts and truths. That's the whole premise. A lot of flannel. A yeah. lot of flannel. Sure. Yes. <laughs> I'm down for this. I'm, I'm, if you're starting a Kickstarter, I'm funding this 90s theme park. Uh, question 25, dubbed the Ron Bennington after famous radio personality. You're standing in a wrestling ring and a wave of nine-year-olds, a random mix of boys and girls are coming down to that ring to fight you. How many nine-year-olds could you beat in this fight? You said it's a wave of them? 
one solid wave of of x number of nine-year-olds yeah how many how many do you think you could take when maybe one more could you know could take you on i'm gonna say minimum 16 um Wow. Shit from kids. No. Get out of here. <laughs> Shut up. Knock it off. <laughs> this is what you're telling them as you're swatting them out of the like, way. Knock it off. Shenanigans. Malarkey. Stop it. Uh, see, this is the pay per view we need. This is where the money's at. <laughs> 26. What's a game you know you can win? Boggle. Ooh. I enjoy a good boggle. I like a good boggling. Yeah. Uh, 27. What topic can you discuss the most? Oh, man. Like, this is embarrassing. No, I'm going to stop saying that. Um, Just ancient history, like, especially, mm. I don't know, like the medieval period or. Um, oh, and also. Children who have past life memories. Ooh, now you have my interest here. Okay. Yeah, when when like a five-year-old is like, can clearly have a memory of like being 50 or something. Yeah, like they they have like an insider's knowledge of how a World War II biplane works. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) I have to like stop myself from walking up to, because I don't have kids. So like. But I really, I'm, I'm like dying to just walk up to random kids and be like, so do you have any recollection of like anything weird pre-birth? Thoughts on FDR? Anything? Yeah, right, anything right. Here? That son of a bitch. <laughs> ah, I got you. Ah. <laughs> uh, 20, uh, 28. Favorite place you visited? Uh, Israel. Mm. Shout out to all the stuff that's going on, prayers yeah. and peace and all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah I went to um, Jerusalem and it was it was pretty intense. Yeah. Oh, I'd imagine. Yeah, that's amazing. And London. Oh, London picking up the silver. Okay. Mm-hmm. Twenty nine. What's your catchphrase? Hmm. It has to be a catchphrase or is it like curse words or? I, I would say whatever would make, if they made an action figure of you tomorrow, what would make the most sense to have the, the pull string on the back say? Yeah, no, I'm going to stay in. That's what you would say. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm just going to stay in. <laughs> like, it can be anything. You want to go to the inauguration? Yeah, no, nah, I'm going to stay in. Nah, I got some stuff to do. Want to go this bag of gold I just found? It's about a mile away. Nah, nah, I'm gonna stay in. Seems <laughs> like too much. I'm already in sweats. Like I'm not. Uh... Not she's like the anti-action figure. She's the <laughs> passive figure. <laughs> yes, the passive figure. We found a hole in the market. There we go. Uh, question. 30 what's the best costume or cosplay you ever wore oh i am probably proudest of when i was uh i think a freshman at nyu i went as my nyu id card 
I took a like an underbed storage box, one of those cardboard things, yeah. and put hands on each end, and I had a hole cut out for my face. And uh, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Oh, and one other one was it, when McCain and Obama were running for president. McCain had just said, like, I believe that the economy is fundamentally sound. And I thought that was ridiculous at the time. So I went dressed as the economy. And I was basically like a slut with like a broken arm and a tiara <laughs> and a crutch. And I had like a stripper's dress on with like dollar bills attached to it. And I had a sign that said, I'm fundamentally sound. So that was super nerdy, political. Nerdy. Rep- and topical at the time and topical i was like i gotta find my people right <laughs> just weed out the you know the ones that are not appropriate i think it's perfect yeah uh 31 have you ever had anything named after you oh i don't think so no not that i'm aware of no actual bird songs because that would be pretty ironic you mean like no like children named bird song (laughs) no like a song for a bird oh well there is a (laughs) people dead song called bird song but i'm pretty sure it predates me so i guess that can't be they might have retconned it or something (laughs) retroactively named after you i don't you know but it is, it's like my, whatever, it's my dad's name. So, you know. I gotcha. Uh, 32, hobby you've dedicated the most time to? Oh, uh, I would say drawing. Mm, as those sketchbooks indicate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Like, I'm not great at it. You know, but there's something really fun about doing something creative that you have no ego involved in. Um, yeah. yeah. Just to get that whatever side of your brain working. It's yeah. like the painting side that we were just like, at some point we were like, I think I can't, I probably shouldn't be finger painting anymore. Like, that's a sad day. Keep finger painting. That's Keep my doing it. That'll be the backup catchphrase on the action figures. Yeah. <laughs> keep finger painting uh 30 33 who's a celebrity you've had a crush on Ooh, well there's robert oppenheimer but we already covered that um mm-hmm. mark ruffalo or ruffalo um, uh, is it ruffalo ruffalo i don't know i don't know how to pronounce his name I can't even say his name. That's how hot I think he is. You know how you know how to pronounce his name. Vava Voom is how you pronounce yeah, it. Right. That would really turn him on, I bet, if I just walked up to him and said, Auska! Had your tongue do one of those cartoon wolf oh, things. Yeah. Or... It's like catnip for the for oh. the fellas. They can't get enough of it. Oh yeah. They're in. They're in. That's why I haven't done it. I don't want to intimidate him and make him feel bad. That he's married, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, he would just he would give up everything bum, for it. I don't want to bum him out that he can't have the bird song, you know. But yeah, he's very talented and very handsome. If he's listening, even if he's not listening, he's very talented and very handsome. In case like the second cousin of his best friend's wife is listening, 
the Ruffalo or Ruffalo family, big fans, big yeah. fans of the show. Uh, 34. What's the strangest job you ever had? Oh, I was a, um, I sold, I worked at the Germain Monte makeup counter oh. doing promotional, um, stuff at a mall. Uh, I had to dress up like a French chef and sing Edith Piaf songs in French acapella while selling champagne truffles with my friend Thomas all day. And that gets old fast. And it quickly, like, because the champagne, there was actual champagne in the truffles. Like, we started getting kind of drunk after. And it was like the, like the I Love Lucy, the lost episode of I Love Lucy, where yeah, you know, find the chocolates and the Vita Vita Vegemin, where she gets like hammered on. So it was all of those. And I remember at one point, literally just going into the ladies' room, sitting on the toilet. Like, I didn't have to go to the bathroom, but I just wanted to like sit on the toilet and cry with my chef hat on. Oof. You know, wow! But I got through it. You know, and it made you stronger. That's right. Uh, we assume, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, thirty-five book you'd recommend the world to read? Oh, no brainer! Um, it's called. It's nonfiction. It's called The Alphabet Versus the Goddess. Oh, that's another thing. I it's by Leonard Schlein. Um, you can get hard copies or audible, I believe. Um, but it's fascinating. The guy has a theory that part of what shifted religious, um, worship from male deity or from female deities to male deities was the advent of humans learning to read, um, yeah. basically the printing press, like it's too complicated to explain in a podcast, but. That's another thing I can super nerd out about. Um, but it's really, really good and really compelling. If you like, if you're like a nerd word kind of gal. I'm a nerd word gal. Yeah. Uh, I, it's the first thing I thought when I saw you today. <laughs> I can't walk down the street without someone yelling it at me. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of that book one more time? That actually sounds really alphabet versus the goddess, but, okay. and his, I'm going to nerd out for one second. Like mm -hmm. the, the the postulation being like that there's something about the linear uh, reading of text from you know left to right or right to left it activates certain parts of our brain that tend toward the um more traditionally like masculine uh, hmm. sort of ag aggressive uh side of our brains or parts of our brains rather because before that, we took in information all at once as visuals happening all at the same time. Whereas with text, we go like, there's a chronological order to it. Yeah. You know, sequential thing, and it activates very different parts of our brain. So, yeah. Well, oh, my is... God. So sorry, listeners. Are you back? <laughs> Everyone. And I'm looking at the analytics. And yeah, they're back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I got those live analytics. That worked out. Uh, 36. A movie that always makes you laugh. Oh, uh, Young Frankenstein. Oh, that's my favorite movie. Yes. Yes. Right? Every, every... See, this is where I'm going to nerd out now. 
every right. character in that has at least five amazing moments. Cloris Leachman, amazing. Gene Wilder, amazing. Uh, Madeline Kahn, maybe yes. in her prime. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, Marty Harry Feldman. Go- Marty Feldman. Um, oh. And 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 uh, Frankenstein himself. Why am I blanking on who that? Oh, Peter Boyle. Yeah, and every single time I watch it, I think it's not going to make me laugh this time. And it, every single time it does. Every time when he get when Gene Wilder gets in the cell with Frankenstein and he gives the whole spiel of like, "Don't let me out <laughs> under any circumstances," and he's in there for. A quarter of a second, he makes one growl, and he turns right back to the door. He goes, let me out. <laughs> Gets me every time. Every time. It's the best. So perfectly timed. Oh. And I cannot tell you the number of times I say said a give in a year. <laughs> totally out of context. Said a give. It's a perfect film. It's perfect. Yes. Oh gosh. Uh 30. Ba, 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 ba. 37. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? It's wonderfully bad. Um there's I think it's called Angel Angel Down We Go. Hmm. And it's a musical in the 70s i believe and it's just so horrible it's like one of those movies where everybody was just really probably tripping and like there was nobody there to say like guys this is not we shouldn't (laughs) nobody cares this isn't (laughs) yeah it's great i want to make a musical of it someday but oh would love to see that uh 38 who's your favorite actor or actress hmm this is not i mean i love gary old gary oldman mm. love, love love him um i also love helena bonham carter i think i'm gonna end it there there's so many <laughs> but those yeah. are, that's a strong one and two though that's fantastic Oh, also, I really love Toby Huss, a Reno 911 alum. Oh. Um, played a number of characters on Reno. Um, and he's been in a bunch of other stuff, but he's just really great character actor. I'd love that. Uh, 39. How cool was it in Jurassic Park when the raptors were running through the kitchen? Um, again, I apologize. I have never seen Jurassic Park. Oh, oh. But I'm going to say it's pretty darn cool. I'm going to assume it's cool. The analytics were dropping for a second, and they're right back up. They're right back up after the pretty cool. Okay. We got there. Uh, question 40. First show as a kid you got really into? Ooh, probably the Carol Burnett show. Mm. Yeah, just lived for it. But all of them. Donnie and Marie, Shields and Yarnell. Sunny and share, you know. I just I wanted, that. just wanted a mommy and a daddy. <laughs> uh, 
Now for the audio listeners, Mary's laid across the couch. I'm holding a therapist book. I don't know how this is happening. This is a sad statement on our culture, but I was so into the Miss America pageant. I lived (laughs) for that shit. (laughs) Like today, girls are being told you can be president. You can be an astronaut. I was like, maybe someday I can parade in a bathing suit and talk about peace and love (laughs) and twirl a baton. Talk talk very briefly about peace and love. That that was always the shortest part of the show. Yes. <laughs> like two sentences on this piece would be good. It's kind of a good thing. Yeah, long. <laughs> yeah. Vaguely positive on it. Yeah. Uh, question 41. Who should play you in a movie of your life? Wow, that's hard. I mean, she's not a comedian, but sometimes people say that Rachel Weiss reminds oh. or Weiss. But um, oh, maybe one of the chicks from Absolutely Fabulous, although probably not in the right age range. We could do um, like that Irishman CGI, like we can make it work. Or, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and also I just love Marilyn Rice Cub and mm. she's so good. But that's a toughie. I may have to revisit that. Okay. We'll put out a couple offers. We'll see who bites. Uh, 42. Who's the biggest celebrity you've ever met in person? Tom Hanks, I think. I think that would be the biggest. That's up there. Yeah, there was like this one night that it was like a zombie movie, but instead of the undead, it was like celebrities that were it was just, I was like, oh, (laughs) and like not at a safe distance. Do you know what I mean? I was like supposed to mingle among them. And I was like, I can't take it. (laughs) Too many stars. It's just like, no, I'm just cleaning up. I'm, you know, (laughs) can I refresh your drink? Um, You panic pretended to be staff and just left. It's a really good tool. If ever anybody out there with social anxiety, if you're at a party. Just start cleaning things. <laughs> At the very least, people will be grateful, you know? That's honestly pretty good advice. Right? Uh, 43. TV show or podcast that you love, but you don't think anyone else knows about? Well, there. Um, this is sort of like a guilty pleasure, but Forensic Files is really entertaining. It's a great thing to turn on, like, if you just want to kind of go to sleep and you just need you know, something consi- like the, the announcer. It's just great because the whole thing s- centers around how advanced the forensic science technology is to solve crimes. But the whole thing was made like 15 years ago or maybe as many as 30 years ago. So it's all like this floppy disk holds all the answers to the crime that they thought they could get away with. Like, it's just it's fantastic. Everything's dated. The graphics are dated. Um, it's always the husband uh, who did it. <laughs> You know, and it's always like, you know, the person who's accused is like, yeah, and then I just went to the bank and like I wasn't anywhere near them. But he didn't go to the bank. Like the, the narrator is really shaming and like judgy. It's really great. <laughs> oh, this sounds like an A plus show. Yeah. And there's just like a hundred thousand of them and they're only a half an hour, you know. So it's good. It's all tied oh. up in a bow. They, the good, the bad guy always gets it. It's just fantastic. 44. 
favorite comedian? Oh. Darn it, there's so many. Um I it's it's like ask it's like Sophie's choice. Like I can't choose one over another. Um I really love Amy Schumer. I'm gonna say it. And yeah. also I love David Tell, Jim Gaffigan, uh Conan O'Brien, uh all of them. Yeah. I used to work with waitress in comedy clubs. So I got very used to hearing like the same routines over and over again. It was really cool. Really cool to see all the work that goes into it. Is David Tell not one of the like secretly most hardworking guys in comedy? I feel like he's been going nonstop for 40 years and like no one acknowledges that. Pretty much. And I will say this, like before I waitressed in comedy clubs, I thought that like comics made up a new routine every time they got on stage. I was, you know, um, that was shattered quickly, but he was almost like that. Like he was the one who was constantly doing new stuff. Um, yeah. Very, uh, very cool. New York legend. Yep. Uh, I still remember like, uh, eggnog. Gee, (laughs) I want to get shit faced, but I also want pancakes. Eggnog. (laughs) <laughs> it's a great bit that's Friend. great uh <laughs> of 45 best saturday night live cast member Ooh, i'm gonna say gilda radner mm. just love her love her love her yeah. I, I literally just rewatched like yesterday uh what was it it was her and steve martin yeah and it, and they just dance for like four minutes. Yes. It's the parody of uh, I forget. They who did some not classical that dance. whole episode. Yeah, it's pretty magical. The two of them together. Oh, it it makes me want to cry. I'm laughing so hard. I yeah, love yeah. it. <laughs> uh, forty six. What's the nerdiest thing you've done? Ooh. Ah. Oh, this is good. So in my neighborhood, they have tiny libraries. Do you are you familiar with that? Like the little post office box library little things, little boxes with see through um, door, and you can take a book and give a book. Yeah. There's a lot of them suddenly in my neighborhood, and so I'll like go for a walk or a hike or a jog or whatever, and like check out if there's anything cool in there, and um, you know sometimes I'll find a book in there, but if I don't find it, some days. I don't know what triggers it, but I will definitely I've turned into the woman who like compulsively needs to straighten them so that the binders are all like in descending uh, height and the depth is all even. And it really bums me out if I can't make that happen. It's like we have we have so little control over so many things. Like if I can if I can do that, it's like the balance of the universe has been restored. The microcosm has been achieved. You you got there. Oh, it's I like I that. did that. Look, <laughs> I have agency. It's according to the Dewey Decimal System. Look, check <laughs> forty-seven. Least favorite state, Florida, and I was born there. Oh, 
Uh, yep. Florida, New New Jersey. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Yeah. Every bad headline, every embarrassing American grossness that Europeans hate about us happens in Florida. Uh, doesn't help that it also just rains like every day at noon. Like someone figure that out. What's going on? Balanced it out by doing Disney World there. You know what I mean? It was like that almost corrected it. But then the, the pendulum just swung that much harder to the gross factor and like. Yeah. A, it's a wild I'll state down there. People in Florida, I apologize, but like I said, I was born there, so I'm I'm allowed. <laughs> Forty-eight, best thing you've ever won. Have I won anything? Oh well, yes, I won a. Um, this is back in college, but for some reason, I'm prouder of it than like even professional things that I've won. The Stella Adler Award for Outstanding Achievement in Acting. Oh, I felt very, very fancy. I'm just going to say that. You should. Yeah. Because yeah. the rest of the kids in my class were all like, well, I studied with Ibsen when I was five, and then I went to London. And, and I was like, I like Gilligan's Island. <laughs> I want to be an actor so I can be on one day at a time <laughs> in Miss America. So I was like, ah, suck it. A friend of Stella Adler is a friend of mine, friend- let me tell you. Uh, 49 is there anything you've collected or had a collection of yes uh i really enjoy dainty teacups i like uh, like especially like the sort of thinner and more fragile the better and um for a while i was collecting judy garland stuff Ooh. Like and memorabilia I, or like yeah, um, books, um, odd recordings, that kind of thing. Um, and uh, and I, a pretty extensive um, like costume collection, although I don't know if that counts as a collection. It's just stuff that I had to use that I haven't thrown away. Um, but yeah, that's, I like to I like dress up. That's basically what it all was. <laughs> Good enough for me. Uh, question 50, dubbed the Ryan Davis, and the last of the fighting questions, I swear. You're in a fight to the death with another person equal to your size. You're offered either an aluminum baseball bat or a six-inch non-serrated knife, knowing the other weapon you don't choose goes to your opponent. So which do you choose, knife or bat? Without a doubt, the bat. Without a doubt, the bat. Okay. Yeah. I just feel like it would be really satisfying to swing it. The momentum. Um, also, I could be further away from them mm-hmm. and still strike them. And also, I just, the idea of cutting somebody, just, I would, I would like immediately apologize or so. You know what I mean? Like, I just would, like, <laughs> that just seems excessive. Somehow yeah. bashing them in the head until they're dead seems more polite. That's the inner Jersey in you, I think. Right? Yeah. You don't want to break skin. Just want to incapacitate them. Now we need to take a quick break just to pay the bills here. So I'm going to pretend to clean up at this party. 
uh, and tell you that the song that's playing right now is from the Mini Vandals. The song you're going to hear coming back from break is from DJ Williams. The opening song is from Diala, and the closing one is from Single Friend. And if you're enjoying the show, maybe, hey, tell a friend, uh, retweet something, blue sky something. Um, I don't know. What do people do? Send an email. Fax someone. I would love to see the link to this show in a fax. Let's get back to the show. We got one more thing before we get back to the show. Something brand new, something I'm very excited about. The 99 Questions hotline? Hotline. Sure, that's what we're going to go with. I created a phone number for you to call. You can leave me a voicemail. If you have questions for me, if you have questions about the show, if you have questions for future guests, you can call in, leave a voicemail, and your voice might be the one actually asking the question live on the show. Well, not live. It's pre-recorded. But you know what I mean. I got the number right here. 732-592-9838. That spells out real wax vet that's right real wax vet like a veterinarian who's really made of wax i don't know all the good numbers are taken so this is the closest one i could get real wax vet one more time that's 732-592-9838 give it a call leave a message have a great day One, what's your phone wallpaper right now? My phone wall? Oh, my phone wallpaper. It is um, a the, the paneling that I had as a child. I can't show it to you. Usually I can do the blank screen. Um, but it's, yeah, it's like that 1970s, like, shitty wood paneling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted something that wasn't busy. And, That's good. and and sad and depressing. That's what I want. Checks every box. Right. Uh, 52. What's the last thing you Googled? Oh, I think I need to look this up, right? To be okay. really accurate. Sure. Um, hold on. Where's my... Oh, I'll look at my computer, which is where I am right now. <laughs> Please. Oh, I like the, the official documented answer. Right? Um, uh, uh, see, I don't think I've ever Googled anything, apparently, from my... <laughs> I just, I already know everything, apparently. Uh, oh, Impressive. I guess this counts. Um, the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. For your listeners that don't know, that's a pangram that includes all the letters of the alphabet in one sentence. Mm-hmm. And just making sure you had the, the wording right or whatnot? 
it's complicated. I was doing it for research, but I just wanted oh. to see. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, 53. You have to name your next pet without seeing them. What do you name them? Hmm. Atticus. I think that's from uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. Be great if it was a finch. <laughs> Good one. Nice. Atticus finch or Atticus fish. Oh, very strong. Very strong. Yeah, if it was just a dog at that point, it's like, hey, this is good, but leaving some puns on the table, you know? Uh, 54. What professional wrestler would you compare yourself to? I would have to say Hulk Hogan, because that's the only wrestler I can name. (laughs) You know, usually that's what the question becomes. Uh, Right profile? I mean, right? You wouldn't think it, but then I turn and it's like, wait a minute. Mr. Hogan? Is that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, 55. What's your comfort food on a bad day? Mmm. Biscuits with butter. Ooh. Solid. That's solid. Uh, 56. Favorite smell? Hyacinths or jasmine? Hmm. 57. Best candy? Reese's peanut butter cup. That is the correct answer right there. <laughs> I'll just point out that that was one syllable. Reese's peanut butter cup. Because <laughs> midway through, you're just thinking about it. Right. Your mouth starts right. salivating. Like you can't. To the end of the word, I just. That'll get me faster toward eating one. <laughs> uh, 58. Worst candy. Oh, anything with fruit and chocolate together. No, stop it. Oh. Cut it out. Get that out of here. Even like a, a like a chocolate covered. Last femur. That's fair. That's fair. It be unnatural. <laughs> if they wanted strawberries to be chocolate covered, they could they should have came off the vine like that. Be fine on their own. <laughs> Don't make them fight it out like that. I don't know. Uh, uh, 59. What's a restaurant you'd recommend? There's a great Irish place. Oh, called McDonald's. <laughs> I'm bad at restaurants. Um, <laughs> yeah, I honestly could not tell you. I can't even name a restaurant. Like I'm that bad at it. Right, okay. Oh no, I take it back. Oh. On Long Beach Island, if it still exists, at the southern tip of the island. There's a teeny tiny little place called the Holiday Snack Bar. And it's got like a round or octagonal countertop where everybody sits. And the waitresses and waiters are all inside the the round the circle countertop. Yeah. And they sell these hamburgers that are like the wimpy hamburgers on Popeye. They're just yeah. like perfect little and pies. Like it's just the best. It's not a chain. It's not a it's not 
foo-foo. It's not elite. It's not, it's just the holiday snack bar and it's delightful. It sounds amazing. Well, I'm going to have to check out whether this is still in business after the show. I, I, me too. Me too. I sure hope so. Um, 60. No, just 60. <laughs> What's a food you've never eaten? Bison. Mm. No bison at the holiday nope. snack bar? Not even chocolate covered bison. I'm not missing out. You're missing out. Uh, 61. Strangest food that you have eaten. Ah, I haven't eaten like bugs or anything exotic like that. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I got nothing. Okay. Well, how fifth. about this? <laughs> I have lawyers rushing me from all sides. I go, stand down, stand down. <laughs> um 62 what's a typical day off um i am just going to do a callback to my action figure who says yeah no nah, i'm gonna stay in <laughs> yeah i'm really no i mean a typical day off yeah it's just like drawing and like maybe making a video or doing some sort of music thing and taking a nice long walk and um Maybe playing a game of Scrabble with somebody. Um, yeah. Nerding out on some history thing. Uh, doing some sort of crafty thing. I just love making stuff. Love that. That sounds like a phenomenal day. Yeah. 60. 63. Bucket list item that you accomplished. Oh, uh, I went on an archaeological dig. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. That was linked into the Jerusalem uh, answer. Right, 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 right. Oh, that sounds fascinating. It was really fun, yeah. And a lot of dirt. Way more dirt than you would think. And you would expect a fair amount of dirt. Yeah, but like it wasn't like I thought it was going to, you know, like on the History Channel, it looks all like there's music in the background and, a, you know. They use like a tiny paintbrush and they just like find the tip of a mountain or something. <laughs> 64. Bucket list item you probably won't accomplish. Ooh. I mean, there's nothing I'm not going to do. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do it all. That's the attitude. No, this was um, a test and you passed. Uh, I'm probably not going to do. Um, Let's say... Yeah, I plead the fifth because, like, there's plenty of stuff I'm not going to do. Like, I'm never going to go on a cruise. I have no interest. But, like, I feel like if I'm going to put it on my bucket list, I'm going to do it. Otherwise, why put it there? I like this mentality. I'm all for it. Uh, 65 dubbed by previous guests. The realest question of the bunch. Name of a friend you don't keep in contact with but regret it. Oh. Mm -hmm. Nina Tool. Mm. Also known as Christina Tool. Mm. Like every now and then, but, you know, not like we were in fifth grade kind of thing. Yeah. Well, Mina, big fan of the show. I'll be in contact. Out there, give me a call. Or I'll give you a call. Yeah. Uh, 66. 
It's a game that makes you feel nostalgic. Weirdly, um, Yahtzee. Oh. Like, that's Parcheesy, I feel like. Mm. Like classic board games, kind of. Yeah. And, like, I feel like they were of their time. Maybe people still play them, but I, I, I don't. I, I played Yahtzee for the first time like six months ago. Really? Yeah. Somehow I just avoided it. And like it's a person like, oh, good for Yahtzee. <laughs> Do it. My best to their mom. Like, what? what? <laughs> Yahtzee's doing well. Just got a new uh, condo. <laughs> good. It's got over that tough patch that it had. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. After the divorce, it was rough. Yeah. Really. 67. What game have you spent the most time playing? Uh, Scrabble. 68. What's something you've built with your own hands? Oh, um, looking around mm-hmm. this very laptop that we're <gasps> using. No. God. <laughs> Two by fours myself. No, um, <laughs> I built... One time I built a steering wheel for a prop for a show. Maybe that counts. Yeah, that absolutely counts. Because I got the little, like, the little bumpy, wavy thing on the outside that yeah. not all of them have, but I, I got it. I achieved it. Look at this. Bravo, bravo. Uh, 69. Best pickup line. Um, apparently it's meow because my cat just, just piped in big time. Um, <laughs> best pickup line. Mm. Hi, I find you very attractive and I'd like to spend the rest of my life leaving you alone. <laughs> Except for the occasional visit and going to dinner. Stuff. Mr. Ruffalo, please. What a lie. My goodness. <laughs> so forward. Uh, question 70. Have you ever had any good nicknames? Um, Otis. Oh. There's a basketball player named Otis Birdsong. And so my friend Jimmy Palumbo uh who has a podcast you should all check out. Um, he nicknamed me Otis. So now, I, and he's from Jersey. Every time he sees me, Otis! <laughs> With a name like Jimmy Palumbo, I could have right? told you he was a Jerseyan. 100%, yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh, 71. Do you believe in love at first sight? I do. Hmm. Love that. Uh, 72. What's a big turnoff of yours? Entitlement. Mm. Yeah. Partly because I'm jealous. Like, it's not like, I just don't feel entitled to entitlement. So I think that's just like, it makes me mad. Why don't I have entitlement? Yeah. It'd be nice just to be like, oh, you have like a great grand uncle who just like left you a billion dollars or whatever. Like, okay, that'd be sweet. I deserve everything good. Like, that would be a nice character flaw to have, right? You had to pick. 
I could deal with that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Over that. Uh, 73. Do you consider yourself an artist? You know what? This is very exciting. I do. Yes. I yes. don't think I said that even two years ago. Really? So Goodness. what do you think is... Or genius or brilliant. Mm -hmm. But artist, yes. Interesting. Now, what do you think changed in those two years that you would have said yes? Just the repetition of it or... I think it's like... One was the influence of a friend who started saying it about himself. Mm -hmm. so, um, P.S. I know like 25 Andes and they're all going to think it's about them. Um, so partly that, but also partly just really realistically looking at what do I do most of the time? What am I doing every day? Yeah. You know, what do I like to do? You know. And so, yeah. Like, it's not like something highfalutin it's just you know, it's like a, i'm a plumber like i fix pipes like you know i'm an artist i make shit you know what i mean like oh a thousand percent yeah i always say art is a category it's like food you don't have to like a tuna sandwich but you gotta acknowledge that it's food yeah that's a good way to look at it <laughs> and p.s making a sandwich can often be art that's true that's true it all full circle it's all the matrix I don't know what that means. Okay. This podcast sponsored by uh, Big Sandwich? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Big cold cuts are taking over. <laughs> I sold out to pastrami. Uh, 74. What's something you tried to cook and failed? Ugh. One time I tried to make, um, they were like, oatmeal raisin cookies or something or some kind of cookies that called for cloves and by accident i used whole cloves so they're like cookies with nails in them if you've ever seen a whole clove they're basically like little spikes yeah like they like that you tie a railroad track down with that you hammer into a railroad track i've only ever used cloves in making like a hot toddy like you put it in a lemon uh -huh. or you put it in the thing and yeah that in a cookie does not seem like several, of them, several of them like still ow 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 that's great uh question 75 dubbed the ben hansen after the first guest of this year's show what's the greatest piece of art ever made oh I'm going to say, just because of the reaction I had to it, um, I don't even remember the name of it, but it is Van Gogh, Van Gogh. Um, but it was painted, it's these like cedar trees, I believe, these very mm -hmm. tall cedar trees that he's, and the view is from his point of view, looking out the window, and he painted it while he was in a mental asylum. Mm. After, I think after a suicide attempt or something. And it was so beautiful and reading the description. And normally I'm not real big on reading those like descriptions and context and like, please don't tell me what this is about. Like you yeah. don't even. Um, I'm going to interpret it. And yeah. Um, Cause I think nine times out of 10, they're like, this is about the dichotomy of violence and feminine culture in America. Like the artist would be like, fuck off. No, it's not <laughs> my coffee yeah. table. End of story. Um, but there was something so beautiful to me about him 
like even in the mental asylum, like wanting to kill himself, he still couldn't stop. Mm. Like he still, there was still like something worth about that that was worth doing. Yeah. You know, uh, so I found that really beautiful. Uh, that's like the only time I cried looking at a piece of art, I think. Oh, I love that. Thanks, Vincent. Good job, Vinny. You did it. Yeah. 76. Have you ever had something happen to you that you would consider paranormal? Mm, yes. Oh? Yeah. There have, there have been times where I've like felt some sort of like energy or that I just couldn't account for. Yeah. Like feel somebody behind you and then you look and there's actually a person behind you because you can kind of sense that presence. So definitely things like that. Nothing like, and then it landed on my kitchen counter and I, you know. That'd be pretty cool though. It did. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 77. Would you ever use a Ouija board? Sure. Ooh. Why not? I have when I was younger. Mm. And my mother went to go see The Exorcist. It was in the movie theaters at the time. It was that long ago. And she came home and she immediately threw out our Ouija board. I <laughs> <laughs> was the movie, Mommy. Fine. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, 78. Simply, why? Hmm. Why? Why? I'm going to say because the alternative is really boring. Yeah, I'm looking to the judges. They're saying correct on that one. Okay. Yeah, I win. <laughs> Confetti starts falling. How did I set that up? That's amazing. Oh. Uh, 79. If given the chance, when would you time travel to? Ooh. Mm -hmm. No parameters of like past or future? Anywhere you want. You set the dial. Ah, oh, the future is so tempting. Um, and yet, I'm going to say 15th century Spain in Al-Andalus. Oh, now what are you doing with your trip there? Just absorbing, just seeing, are you? Happened, man, that's where all the cool people were, you know? That was like the Greenwich Village of the Renaissance. Wow. We're all chill, like, you're, you're an Arab? That's cool, man. I'm a Christian. Hey, what's up, Jew? Like, they just were all partying and making shit, and I'm oversimplifying, but... I think it was kind of like that. I, I, I'd imagine it was. Yeah. Right. Only one way to find out. Let's get this time machine. Uh, question 80. Have you ever made a sudden dramatic change to your lifestyle and stuck to it? Oof. Yeah. I, uh, I think the hardest thing of that was I quit smoking. And that was cold turkey. And that was, I was homicidal. I am not ashamed to admit that. That is so difficult. I have always heard. Yeah. So good on you. Uh, 81. What game show, past or present, would you love to be a contestant on? Ooh. I guess Hollywood Squares. Oh, that's a great answer. Is there a ten thousand dollars or twenty five thousand dollars? I don't know what inflation is. For the pyramid? Yeah. I think they had a bunch of them, 25? didn't they? 
it, it went up with inflation, I want to say. It'll be an interesting study to see if it really is or not. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's go with Hollywood Squares. Now, if you get to choose your square, where are you going? Are you taking the Paul Lind? Are you taking the middle? Are you? No, 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 no. Okay. I'm thinking maybe like one diagonal over from Paul or one next to Paul. I'd like mm. to be next to Paul. You want you want to see you want to uh -huh. see it happen. Pretty close to the action. I want to be in the room where it happens, <laughs> but I don't want to be the room. Yes, yes. And then in case it gets too busy, you say you're cleaning up, and then you're out of there. So perfect. Right, exactly. Uh, eighty-two. What's a quote that you love? I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna move. I'm gonna get up, and I'm gonna walk because I wrote it down the other day, and I'm gonna read it. Oh, please. Uh. See, we're getting definitives on this show. I love it. Here it goes. Sometimes I go about pitying myself, and all the while I'm being carried across the sky by beautiful clouds. That's an Ojibwe Indian saying. That's beautiful. Nice. Uh, 83, just as impactful, I'm sure. What's the best shirt that you own? Oh, I think the one I'm... I have one that says, I shart the sheriff, which I'm very proud of. <laughs> I made that shit. I made that shirt, a t-shirt. Um, but I also had a, just a genuine one. I have a Gillies t-shirt that I love. It's about four sizes too small, which is not Perfect. a problem. And I have a getting lucky in Kentucky t-shirt. That's also about small, but yeah, make it's it work. Strong. Strong contenders there. I love that. Uh, 84. Would you change your middle name? Yes. Do you have something you'd want to change it to? Like Otis or? I just read the name Christabel today and I thought that was beautiful. Mm. My name is Evans, which is fine. <laughs> it's no Christabel. I mean. Christabel. Ooh. I feel the presence of, of Christabel just walking in the room. Yeah. Uh, 85. What's a good impression you can do? Oh, how much time do you have? Um, <laughs> I can do a good Judy Garland. I can do Joan Rivers. I can do Audrey Hepburn. I can do Catherine Hepburn. I can do Bernie Sanders. Here's, I'm going to do a plug. Can I do a plug? Please, please. For uh, reference for the, my impressions, please see 365 characters in 365 days, which is on Mary Bird Song's YouTube channel. Called Brand Integration. Right. <laughs> Excellently done. Uh, 86. Is there a tattoo you wanted to get? but are glad you didn't get. No, I don't want a tattoo. Mm. Uh, no, life is painful enough. <laughs> can I pay you to bring me more pain that I can never get rid of? No, but they're just, they're just stabbing you with thousands of tiny needles. <laughs> oh, I will say this for as far as impressions go, it's not even one that I do better than others, but I love doing Shirley Temple because it makes my sister laugh so hard that she pees her pants and it's mm -hmm. inappropriate. But I, I always get the impression of my sister. 
just out of the blue, just to screw with her. Like, grandfather, why is my dress so short? Mother, what about my mommy and daddy? Grandfather, shouldn't I be at school? Like, she's just like, what? It's just, what's happening with Heidi? <laughs> just being carried from one Hollywood lot to another. Just yeah. the dress uh... that cover her privates. Like, let's just put, let's just call it what it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. America's sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'll take that title, but not yet. Oh, yes. E.T. Seven. How would you describe your 16 year old self? Oh, um, very ambitious. And by that, I mean, get me the fuck out of here. Um, but very aspirational, very like, I'm going to do something great. Um, but not quite knowing what it was yet. But yeah, having, I think having like big dreams, having big hopes, um, and not a hundred percent sure it would actually happen, but like maybe. I think there's a lot of people who can relate to that around that age. Yeah. Uh, 88. What's the worst injury you've ever had? Um, I got a torn meniscus. That's oh. probably not bad, but it involves surgery, so that kind of sucked. But yeah, yeah, well, less than ideal. Uh, eighty nine. What's a habit of yours you want to break? Biting my nails. It's too. It's too tempting, Mary. Right? I don't know how people stop. I don't know. I don't know. Question 90, getting on the home stretch here. Uh, have you ever lied on your resume? Hmm. It's a strong word. I don't think so. I did say I could, it wasn't on my resume, but I did say I could play the bass once. Yeah, I never had to prove it, so. Still got well, time. We've got our interns. We're bringing a bass in right <laughs> now. My gosh, look at the time. <laughs> where's that disconnect call button Let me just... <laughs> uh 92 no 91 have you ever punched someone in the face no and i really want to it does look satisfying right yeah right yeah tomorrow's another day you know uh 92 would you ever go to a nude beach no. Mm. Just no. <laughs> Maybe you can get there, punch somebody, and then amp spray. Like, do they you know? really need to these days? Like, isn't that kind of like... Yeah, most most bathing suits get about 95% of the job done. So it's like, what are like we really doing? Walk around your house naked and look at other naked people. You can do that now. Like, anywhere, anytime. So... Yeah. <laughs> you know you got a good point here mary yeah the floor with sand and you're basically there <laughs> uh 93 somehow not the realist question when was the last time you cried oh it was like looking at watch um <laughs> trying to think probably two days ago and look i'm all better Look at this. 
Look at how the and weird works. that was the only time ever. <laughs> it's just like two days ago. Isn't that crazy? You had a long streak before that. Right? That was what is this water? It's a salty discharge from my eyes. What? See a doctor. Ninety-four. What's something you've done and will probably never do again? Run a run a half marathon. Ooh. I don't need to run a half marathon or a whole marathon. Mm. None of that. Hot take. Too long. Just yep. too long. Nope. Mm -mm. 95. Best compliment you ever received. Oh, I remember once um, Matt Besser read a comedy sketch I wrote. And it was like my first time writing for this show called Crossballs. And I was terrified. I got a nosebleed. The first they were like, there's your office. And I got a nosebleed. Mm -hmm. But he's like, wow, I think you actually wrote something darker than I did. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I don't know why. I just felt like I belong. That's a victory right there. Uh, 96. Tell me a joke. Oh, shoot. I, I don't believe in jokes. <gasps> oh. I'm anti-joke. 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 I plead the fifth because I am anti-joke and that's, I'm really passionate about it. That's my way of saying I don't know any jokes. <laughs> I had an anti-joke person on the podcast that yeah. didn't realize yeah. it for 96 questions. That's so jokes. No, that is fair. That is fair. Uh, 97. 97 used to be a question that I came up with. It just wasn't all that good. I took it and I threw it in the recycling bin. And I replaced it with the listener question of the week. So if any of our wonderful listeners have a question they want to see used on a future episode, it's 99, of course, the number 99, questionspod at gmail.com or 99questionspod on Twitter or whatever it's called. Uh, this one is from TL Keys. Thank you, TL Keys. Uh, big fan. Am currently on a rewatch of Reno 911 and was Aww. wondering if you had any favorite on set memories. Aww. Thank you, TL. It's a very sweet question. That is very sweet. Um, on set memories. Yeah, I remember once I, I was newly dating somebody. I think it was even my first season uh, as a regular on the show, which would have been, I think, season three. And I was newly dating this guy and I was really crushing on him and we were shooting really nearby where he lived. And so I was like telling him how close to um, his place we were and I wanted him to come visit the set and he didn't want to. And I was bad about it. And um, like me and um, Niecy Nash, she was like, Girl, get in here for a second. I, I want to talk to you. Listen, does your man have a job? I was like, yeah, is he working? Like, she just was like, here's what you do. You appreciate the fact that he's working hard and you go to craft services today and you get an extra container and you get some of that chicken and you bring it to him on the way home. And you say, baby, I'm so glad that you have a job and you're working hard so that you can treat me well. And, and she did all this. And I was like, you're so right. Oh, my God. I'm so ungrateful. She was so sweet. Aww. 
And wouldn't you know, like five minutes later, he showed up on set. Oh. And he was the one who was like, ah, I was just being a jerk, blah, blah, blah. I was so close. I just thought I'd come by and say hi. And we wound up having this amazing day and it was wonderful. But that has always stayed with me, like how just a change of sort of perception can shift everything. Yeah. Yeah. Real deep there now. Okay. <laughs> All thanks to Nisi Nash. You see? All right. Also, heck of an impression there. <laughs> uh, and thank you for the question. TL Keys. TL Keys. 98. What made you want to be who you are today? Oh, that's pretty easy, actually. I mean, I don't know if this is the correct answer or what the question's going for, but like Lily Tomlin, Gilda Radner, Carol Burnett, like all of those people. I didn't know what it was they were doing, but I was like, that. that and, and it was the shyness. Like I was really extremely shy. And there was something about performing that allowed me to engage with human beings in a way that wasn't terrifying, which is weird because most people are terrified to perform in front of other people. Yeah. But I like I like that it has a, a structure to it and a ritual to it and a, you know. Um, but yeah, I just loved watching uh sketch comedians and all of that. Oh, I love that. But we've made it to the top of the mountain here. We've unearthed it with a tiny paintbrush. <laughs> question ninety nine, the titular question. What do you want to be remembered for? Oh, I think, um, I think being unorthodox and like sort of scrappy, crafty, creative. Like I love making cool stuff out of stuff, you know, making treasure out of trash kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and in the literal sense and in the sort of metaphorical sense, I love that. Um, and that's something I definitely got from my mom. Uh, and yeah, I just, I admire that. Um, so I'll go with that. I think that's a phenomenal answer. Uh, and I, I, I think it is something you're absolutely crushing. <laughs> um, and uh, truly. I wish I had more questions to ask you. But I'm plumb out. Uh, Mary, we did it. It's a joy. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for, for taking the time to do this. This was an absolute pleasure. Um, is there anything you want to uh, plug or promote or waft into the ears of our, our wonderful listeners? Anything at all? Here, the floor is yours. I'm good. Really good. I'm just staying in. I'm just staying in. <laughs> you guys know where to find me. The amazing Mary Bird song, everybody. Please follow her. Please check her out. What an absolute gem she is. By the way, the Holiday Snack Bar in LBI is indeed still open. They just wrapped up their 74th season, their 74th summer out there. Show them some love, too. Tell them 99 questions sent you. But it's last call time. The red light's on. Let's figure out what we learned here today. We learned that children growing up these days 
aspire to be one of two things. One, they want to be Miss America, or two, they want to be a World War II pilot. We got to find those kids with past lives and talk to them. We learn that Oppenheimer is secretly really hot. I am become death, more like I am become smitten over you. Kaboom. <laughs> we learned that a 90s themed theme park is actually probably a really good idea. We learned that clove cookies are never a good idea. And we learned once again that Young Frankenstein is the best movie ever made. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go apply for the trademark Bob Buell, America's Sweetheart. So I'll see you again in two weeks for our next episode. Until then, thank you and good night.